From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Tuesday, September 28th. I'm Sarah Wright. PG&E's plans to clear-cut around power lines on private property are not limited to Mendocino County. This weekend, I paid a visit to a small landowner in southern Humboldt, just outside Miranda, where crews have been marking trees for removal. So who I am is Harry Vaughn, and I just thin my forest and farm the thinnings and grow mushrooms for farmer's market. I also log and make income on my my forest, which is one reason I don't really want to see the contractors come in and destroy the value of my forest, where they would cut thousands of dollars of valuable timber and just leave it on the ground to rot. Vaughn manages his 240 acres of mixed canopy for fire, sudden oak death, and sustainable logging, according to a non-industrial timber harvest plan. He also farms more than 20 varieties of mushrooms in frames made from tan oak saplings in a patch of scrupulously maintained dappled shade between a fuel break and a dirt road. He was careful to acknowledge that we were on Wailaki land before we made our way over to a mushroom that looked like a small turtle balanced on a log. So that's a bellflower variety. It's called a winter variety. I can make upwards of $16 a pound at market. I mean, only getting like $3 a pound for tomatoes, so... I can grow mushrooms and grow trees and harvest trees for provide income for me and jobs for my neighbors. We moved over from the mushroom farm to a spot that had been opened up a little more to allow for different kinds of forest foods. So once you remove the remove the shade from the shaded fuel break, you end up with a brush field that's more prone to fire, which is basically what PG&E is proposing to do is create huge brush fields. After I open some areas up, I'm getting wild blackberries that are the low-growing native blackberry. I'm getting more black caps, the, the native black raspberry, to eat. So it's making more food for me and for the animals. So in order to maintain my native blackberries and native black raspberries, native huckleberries, and native acorn trees, I don't want to open it up too much because then the invasive species will come in and the fire danger really goes up. PG&E's Enhanced Vegetation Management Program received approval from the California Public Utilities Commission in 2018. The stated purpose of the work is to reduce fires, but there was no environmental review and there's been no agency oversight. For Vaughn, the clear cuts would have a direct and devastating impact on his bottom line. This is a Douglas fir forest here. I guess if you just used $500 on the 1,000 board feet as kind of just a number on the value of the timber. This tree with the X on it is probably about 1,000 board feet, which would be a $500 tree. Once I pay my neighbor the logger to do it and truck it, I would probably make about 250 and he'd make about 250 What would the loss be to you if PG&E were allowed to come in and cut down the trees that they think that they need to cut down. What they have marked on this power line probably between sixty to eighty thousand dollars would be my loss. I mean they've got trees that are marked that aren't even close to the line. So our forester actually got the spreadsheet and they have nearly seven hundred trees on our property marked for cutting. Seven hundred trees is a lot of trees to lose. He doesn't have a high opinion of how the company and its contractors work. The tree that we were talking about just now had the number 26, and then a much smaller tree had a 36, and there were two orange dots. And Did your forester put those on there, or have you been able to make sense out of what that means? Well, the contractors that refused to identify themselves told me that the yellow X's meant they're going to cut that tree. And then they said that the 
spots were just a trim, but I've noticed in some reports that you showed that some of the spots mean trim it to the stump, trim it to the ground, so nobody quite knows what their marks mean, and they haven't explained that. And this is where we had four trucks parked right across here. They were all unattended with one truck with the contractors idling in dry grass. So they actually posed a threat to us during fire season. The other thing that the PG&E contractors were coming to our door without masks. And I asked if they'd been vaccinated and they got in my face and said it's none of my business. And these people, well, the guy that got in my face was actually had a Texas license plate. And so I guess he kind of had a, I'm biased, maybe a Texas attitude. <laughs> Vaughn has a master's degree in watershed management and showed me where he restored a tributary as part of a thinning project. In 2006, he devoted a grove of tan oaks on the edge of an oakgrass meadow to a UC Davis study of sudden oak death. Scientists came out this summer to resurvey the test plots to monitor changes over time. Vaughn has also welcomed scientists from Oregon and England who wanted to study the effect of sudden oak death on rhododendrons. As we crossed the meadow beneath the power lines, a small flock of turkeys slunk off down the hill. This whole grove was marked with yellow paint and yellow ribbons. It's kind of a shame since we've worked since 2006 and there's been all the scientific research that is even across the big pond in England for the knowledge that we're gaining here to have the PG&E contractors come through and cut down our success story on saving our tan oaks. Just beyond the test plot, a tall fir tree with a main branch like a bent arm was marching crookedly down the hill. It's a technically flawed tree, though the crook of the arm is an ideal nesting site. It was marked for removal. That's a problem with this current program with the enhanced vegetation management is they're not hiring foresters. They're hiring arborists that actually don't know about forestry, and they're practicing forestry in California without a license, and I think that that's not right. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.